Hey guys, and welcome or welcome back to Heike Adulting, aka the not-so-serious guide as to how to live your best life as a teen, late teen, or fresh adult. I'm your host, Jada, and I am so happy to be chatting on the mic again. I've been loving the supportive energy that you guys have been sending me through the podcast, and I am so insanely grateful. If you guys have been enjoying the podcast thus far, be sure to leave a review and rate the podcast in Apple Podcasts. Unfortunately, you cannot do this through Spotify or any other podcast host, so if you can, do it through Apple Podcasts, but you can still share on Instagram or any other form of social media, and I will be be sure to repost you and chat with you through there. I don't think you guys understand how much reviews do for a podcast, so be sure to just leave a quick little splurge, quick little comment, anything that you're feeling about the podcast. And yeah, I hope you guys, again, have just been enjoying the content. I've been loving all of the guests that I've been bringing on, and we've got so many more exciting ones to come in the future, so yes. But anyways, today we have Danae Nicole on the podcast. I found her through her amazing New York City content, and the reason why I brought her on is because she just has such a cool vibe to her she's just such a sweet and amazing woman i just love her and her content so much she works a nine-to-five job in new york city and i find that really inspiring because she's also a youtube content creator and you don't really see that too often anymore usually people who live in new york city or la that pursue social media only pursue social media and doesn't have a nine-to-five job on the side as well so the fact that she has that and just kind of making her way through new york city like working her ass off to just like make a name for herself and do what she's doing is amazing and i find it again just so inspiring so yes you guys definitely will love her on the podcast for sure but before we get into all of that Let's go ahead and dive into the quote of the week as well as my highs and lows. So guys, this week I have a quote that is going to be really great and hopefully really helpful and it deals with my highs and lows as well. So I really wanted to put this quote here so that you understand what's going on with the highs and lows. The quote is, there is no more profitable investment than investing in yourself. And I wanted to find a quote on just kind of investing and spending money in yourself to invest in yourself, essentially. The reason why I say that is because this week, my low and high deals with the fact that I just spent $1,500 on camera gear. It was literally the biggest pinch in my soul I've ever felt. But honestly, there's no better time to do it because Obviously, I'm not currently in New York City because I had to move back due to COVID, so I'm not even paying for rent. I'm not paying for any extra stuff. I'm not buying groceries once a week. Like, I am literally in the perfect spot to buy this right now and invest in myself and invest in my content and invest in my viewers on YouTube. And I just, I don't know, I'm so grateful to be able to have done this and to be able to buy camera gear because, guys, that is so expensive and, like, oh, God, camera gear is just so expensive. It's actually insane. I just want to make sure that you guys are investing in yourselves, like, not just money-wise and not just spending money on yourselves, but really just taking care of yourselves during this time. I mean, any time, even without a pandemic, like, I still want you guys to take care of yourself, but it is just really important to remind yourself that you are important and that you are worth investing in. My viewers are a part of me. They are literally what made me into me and my YouTube journey has made me into me. It really does all come back to just investing in myself, which also means investing in my viewers because they are a part of me, you know? So I really wanted to just put that out there because again, that was a very low, low, but again, blessing and a curse. Like literally I have new camera gear. It's going to be amazing and I'm so excited to continue just working on YouTube and building my brand and continuing to move forward and just 
do new things. I'm feeling hella creative and really inspired to just, I don't know, take on the world, like literally. So that's about it. Like, and obviously my high is the camera gear. I actually received the camera yesterday. So I already filmed an unboxing, but that will be out sometime next week. I'm just so excited. I'm not going to announce yet what I got because then you guys will actually like you guys will already know. So if you guys want to go ahead and check that out, just subscribe to my YouTube channel and turn on my post notifications so that you are notified as to when I will upload that video and the last thing i'm going to say before we get into this episode is the reviewer of the week so this reviewer says i love how this podcast is very real 10 out of 10 thank you so much brady for listening to the podcast and yes i try and stick to just the real aspects of life here on this podcast i really just want to give all aspects of a teen, late teen, fresh adult, whatever. But like, honestly, this applies to anyone. I just really wanted to obviously gear this podcast towards teenagers because I feel like there's not many geared to teenagers that aren't like, I don't know, like looking down on teens and treating them like children. Thank you so much uh, for reviewing. And again, if you guys want to be the reviewer of the week next week, be sure to go ahead and just review, leave some kind of comment in Apple Podcasts. It's a free app if you have an iPhone. So that being said, that's about it. And you guys are going to love the episode as much as I do, I know for sure. So we're going to go ahead and welcome Danae to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys next week. All right, guys. So today I have a super fun and exciting guest. Her name is Danae. Hello, Danae. Go Hello. ahead and introduce yourself to the podcast. So what's up, guys? So I'm a content creator here in New York, and I'm also a full-time gymnastics coach. And... I talk about money and, you know, moving and I just vlog my daily life and yeah, I just kind of keep up with that kind of stuff. So quickly talk about like your journey to New York City and kind of how all of that was, because especially for you, like being a full time, like having a full time job, that's not something that you typically see with a lot of content creators. So kind of how is your experience with all of that? Feel free to elaborate and just kind of go on a tangent. <laughs> yeah. So I moved here originally in 2016 for college. And yeah, I hadn't even like been on a plane or anything. Like I just kind oh of, my gosh. yeah, on a whim was like, I'm just going to go to school in New York. I've always wanted to. So let's do it. And so I did. And then I lasted like three months in school because <laughs> I got so caught up in just like, I don't, I remember fashion week was like a huge thing for like college. Like that was a thing sneaking mm -hmm. in and all that. I don't know. I got caught up. And um, I also couldn't afford the school I went to. I went to Pace University. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, very expensive and for no reason. But yeah, so um, after the first semester, I went home, came back again, went home again, and then came back after like working at home. Um, and then I got a job working as a gymnastics coach, which that's something I've been doing um, since I was 16. So I just found... A career out of that and at some point I decided to make videos because I figured it'd be you know helpful to kind of share my journey um, in moving and all of that so yeah that's that's pretty much the whole rundown of how I got here yes oh done and done <laughs> people always find excuses to make like when making these big decisions to go back to somewhere or to you know restart and like it's scary to do that so kind of what was your thought process or do you even remember like what you were thinking in that moment like how am I gonna get back up there and what did you do and the steps that you took to you know get back yeah that was honestly the only thing on my mind like I remember only thinking about moving back to New York and really like it could have been three times that I moved because I went home I went back home after the first semester mm -hmm. 
And then I actually flew back for the second semester, not even knowing for sure if I'd be able to stay. And right. my friends ended up, it was, this is kind of bad, my friends ended up like sneaking me in. Um, <laughs> I had like their ID cards and I had mine that still worked for like a short period of time. So I was just living in the dorms <laughs> for right. like oh a good God, no. like three months. <laughs> yeah, for like a good three months. And I was just using like, we call it like calf money. You know how you mm -hmm. have like your school money or whatever to eat. Right. And I don't know why, but I never thought of like just getting a job at that time <laughs> to kind of, you know, so, and this catch was up. Um, this was 2017. So this was oh, okay. um, the second time I moved back that I was living in the mm -hmm. dorms. Um, and then after that, um, I ended up, well, for the summer, I stayed with one of my college friends. And um, then I went home again, and then that's when I got like a real job, and I worked ten hours a day, um, six days a week, like folding sheets at a hotel. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's I really remember insane. like yeah, my my shoulders like both of like the rotator cuffs. I think that's what it's called. Ripped because I was working <gasps> no. so much. So when I came here, I was broken down, but I was like oh, finally wow. like so it paid off. But yeah, it was it was definitely a long journey. That was the only thing on my mind. Like I didn't stop working mm -hmm. until I was able to have like a small savings to right. live here. Dude, that's amazing. Like I can't tell you how much I look up to content creators and just people in general who like actually like have worked for what they've done, you know? Like one too many times, mm -hmm. it's just the typical like, oh, like I got to move to New York City either because like, you know, their parents had money or like, you know, it's just like right. it's convenient for them. Like New York City wasn't even like it's it wasn't even like a far-fetched option it was just like yeah exactly was gonna happen, but like for the most of us and like the actual reality it's very you know like you have to it's hard for it. and like it has to be the only thing on your mind to get to where you need to be I was in the same place like about kind of just moving to New York City after high school because I knew I didn't go to college like I didn't want to go to college and I just wanted to continue doing acting and whatever mm -hmm. I'm doing so like I just continued that entire career path but I was like how am I gonna get there like what am I gonna do how is money gonna happen and all this stuff and like I don't know if you believe in like law of attraction and stuff like that but like I do so hardcore yes and like I feel like it was 100% attributed to that and just like mm -hmm. keeping your mind straight on what you're doing and then hard work like law of attraction exactly. doesn't work unless you also work like with it you know like you just can't be like a mm, million dollars like falling in my pocket right now you know like you really right. have to like work towards that and then eventually what happens in real life will align with what you were thinking so I find that just so fascinating so yes yeah for sure talk about your nine to five job and kind of how you incorporate that with your content creating lifestyle and then also explain like how and when you started YouTube and the thought process behind that as well I remember starting my channel, um, well, we'll get into the job first. So I, <laughs> when I was at home um, during that period, I was talking about folding sheets and all that. I was also applying to like, I applied almost everywhere. I was like, somebody's going to take me. So I just applied to like mm -hmm. every gym and um, just a lot of different places that I think would take me since, um, you know, I hadn't finished college and, you know, right. so I reached out. Um, and I actually heard back from like a few different places and I ended up just choosing the um, gym that I work at now, mainly because it's just, it doesn't feel like a job. Like, I Aww, feel like it so has, cute. yeah, like it doesn't feel like a job. You just run around with kids all day and I feel like right. it has like kind of allowed me to balance everything because 
yeah, it's like annoying getting up early every single day, but like at least when I get there, I'm fine and like it's fun. And then I just go home and I work on what I have to work on. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, so after a while, like I did pile on so many hours to the point where I felt like I did start going crazy because I was just like always working. And um, I don't know, eventually like I was working and then I remember I had like gone through this phase of like growing apart from my college friends. I was getting out of a relationship. So at this point, I'm like, it was a whole new setting almost, like being here like alone rather than having a community. It's so different whenever you're here by yourself, like whenever you don't really Mm -hmm. have that community to go to. So um, that's when I was like, why don't I just start making YouTube videos again? Because I say again, because I actually privated a bunch of videos on my channel. It's been a long journey. It's it's been like a (laughs) four year journey and I've gone through like phases of what types of videos that I've made. But um, I stopped for a while and then I just decided to go back to making videos again because it just seemed like it'd be a good idea to just document the journey yeah. and just help people and talk about, I don't know, talk about random stuff, life right. and what it's really exactly. like to live here, you know, as a young adult. I so get that, like you feeling like you're alone, which is so ironic because New York City is literally the, one of the most populated yeah. <laughs> cities in the world and you should feel like you're surrounded by everyone at the same time. But it's like... I've never felt so alone, but, like, a good kind of alone. Like, I feel like I vibe yeah. with tons of strangers. Like, I'm just extroverted For, in that way, mm-hmm. I guess. Like, I'll just talk to people on the subway and it's chill, but it's, like, those aren't people that I would repetitively go back to for advice or like you know what I'm saying like these are just like one-time occurrences it's easy to feed off of energy here oh for sure so it's like I never feel like lonely unless I'm like in my apartment alone you know what I'm saying so yeah but it always felt so comforting to have like my online community for sure so like yeah starting YouTube again and like doing it like while in New York City so I definitely know what that feels like for sure but starting a channel with a phone we both started channels with a phone and I kind of want you to just elaborate on that because I feel like there's so many people who always like reach out to me being like all I have is an iPhone like all Mm -hmm. I have is this all I have is that I can't start a channel like what do you want to say to these people and kind of how did you do it as well honestly like you don't really need a camera anymore like iPhones have evolved so much and people Mm -hmm. people don't complain about quality as long as your video has you don't complain about it as well yeah that too (laughs) exactly if you don't like bring it up no one really notices you know it's not something I don't know it's not something that's needed to make a YouTube channel Mm -hmm. it definitely is hard in certain situations like for example like I get a lot of b-roll like throughout the week um Mm -hmm. I'll film just random stuff and whenever it comes to like filming myself it's awkward because I can't have my phone with me so it's like you know you have to like figure out how to like look natural but um I really haven't had any issues with just you know using a phone you can connect a mic to a phone and it's it's good to start off with honestly I don't really don't see a reason not to start a YouTube channel because you don't have a professional camera I don't know it's just like a thing I guess people think that since it's 2020 like they had to have a camera and like start at the tip top but like I want people to understand like if you were to watch my first video and like probably Vimea's first video it was just not it and guess what yours isn't gonna be it either but like like, you have to grow eventually evolve yeah like you have to evolve from that and I feel like it's so much more humbling to also start with a phone especially if you have a phone if you already have a phone you're like 10,000 steps ahead of the game because you already exactly. have an editing software you have a camera that works mm-hmm. like storage might not be the best if you're filming like vlogs all the time but like 
I can't even tell you guys. I started my channel with an iPhone 5C, like the little colored ones. Like I had a blue. Oh one. my god, and, like, same. It was no, it was so bad. It was so freaking bad. And I only had 16 gigabytes of storage. One video <laughs> oh alone god. that I film now takes up three. So I literally had to delete apps every single time that I was filming yep. a video. I had to all your pictures, charge all it the music, all of the pictures, all of it gone. Like Google Photos was just like even though Google Photos is unlimited, I can scroll down to the very very bottom of Google photos and it's literally just tons of videos tons of extra clips tons of all the stuff so yeah it is so possible and then also the like i feel like the last thing you'd want to do is purchase a camera and then just like you quit your channel i know too many exactly. people who just start a channel because they think it's fun or like they like the mm-hmm. idea of it and then it just becomes this like distant like you know fantasy and then it just never ever happens again because they like figure oh my god like this is actual work you know <laughs> right and people don't realize when you get an actual camera that's another reason i'm like holding off it does mm-hmm. feel, I feel like having a phone just feels more personal and it doesn't feel like you don't feel as much pressure when you pull out your phone to talk to it, especially like with mm-hmm. vlogging in New York. It can be really awkward because people stare at you. Like, obviously, if you're just oh, like filming oh, yourself, sure. talk to your phone or but to a camera, <laughs> it's even weirder. I feel like it's a lot more stressful if you're like holding a camera for me, at least. I know a lot of people do it, but like mm-hmm. starting off, it is stressful because you are going to get eyes like but if you know if you're holding your phone it just feels more like natural i guess so i've always just felt mm-hmm. more comfortable like i don't know from that aspect yeah i i think also like there's so many people who just start channels with their phones and they also blow up like there's no there's literally no like set formula for you to like you have to have the specific Mm -hmm. camera that everyone else has in order to be successful like i mean and then also what is your idea of success like do you think you're gonna blow up in like one year like it's just not gonna happen like that you really do have to work on a channel especially with such a competitive market these days when everyone's stuck at home everyone wants to be a youtuber for whatever reason so it's like you just kind of i feel like it's just one of those things where you have to really see why you're doing it because I mean, dude, if you have a phone, especially if you have like an iPhone 11, like you're so set, like you were so set, you know, one thing that I really want to dive into is your filming style. I'm obsessed (laughs) with your filming style. Like I will have to post an example of her videos, guys, because they're just so like, (laughs) what's the word? Like, I don't know. Do I call it like old film style? Like, I don't really know what to call it. Like, what do you call it? I really don't have a word or like. Yeah, I don't really have a word for it, but I, it is like a 90s <laughs> style. I, w- yeah, I will say that. Like it's aesthetic. definitely like a 90s Ugh. old film style. Um, yeah, I forget. Like, it's so cute. Like, guys, it's just so aesthetic. Like, so <laughs> your vibe. Like, when you watch it, you just want to, like, sit there and, like, drink a cup of coffee and just, like, live in the moment. Like, I love her videos so much. <laughs> yeah, I, thank you. I like for it to feel really authentic. And yeah. I am really inspired by, like, I collect old, like, camcorders. And mm-hmm. I've always, I've, honestly, I've vlogged since I was, like, my first vlog was probably when I was, like, 11. And I, it was on a little on camcorder. camcorder. Yeah, so sure. I like to kind of implicate that and then I also like I don't know I also I'm very inspired by like Mr. Rogers I love him I love I loved the show when I was younger and I love like Uh the vibe of it so I've also kind of like thrown that in there I get inspired by Mm -hmm. like a lot of different things but it is at the end of the day like a very old film style Mm -hmm. since you still do like film on your phone do you you edit on your laptop or like kind of how do you get like the whole grainy effect and like the VHS feel and the light leaks at first it started off with um I would go in and edit myself through like Visco and I was the queen 
of I used so many like whenever I was using my phone I used a bunch of different apps and what I would do was like stack up different filters until it looked like how I wanted it to look and I would go in mess with the white balance all of that and then also there's an app called 18 or 8 millimeter that's yeah, what I would yeah, use yeah, I know what you're talking yeah. About. That's what I would use for like all the standard like montages, but then I kind of I actually got a laptop because you can't really control color too much with that app and sometimes it's a little bit too much. So, um, but yeah, in the beginning I would stack up just a ton of different filters and um, when it came to like graphics and titles and stuff, again, I would like make, what is it, a GIF? Do you call it a GIF or a GIF? Oh, GIF? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. make those out of, like, images and, like, to make things move. Like, it honestly, like, I would just break things down. Like, I would just, like, reverse edit and then kind of get that feel of, you know, the visual that I wanted. But now that I have a laptop, sure. it's, um, I've actually learned how to mimic my camcorders, like, almost so perfectly. Cool. So yeah, yeah. it's kind of seamless. So if I use my camcorder and use my iPhone, it's seamless. That way, um... You know, that way I'm not, you know, lugging around a, <laughs> a huge yeah. camcorder all day. But um, that was pretty much what I did in the beginning. Just a lot of stacking yeah. up the filters. iMovie, Cute Cut Pro is your best mm -hmm. friend. I use Cute Cut Pro, yes. That's what oh, I yeah. used a lot. The queen so, of editing yes. apps. <laughs> For sure. Um, that's insane. But it took hours, didn't it? Like, it wasn't just, especially oh. on your phone and, like, just, like, trying to get that before a laptop. Like, I know before a laptop, like, I would literally spend hours just like re-exporting exporting this because you know how in like iMovie you can't really like mm -hmm. uh make the speed as long as you want it to like for, oh my gosh what's it for like uh oh my god why am i like like if you fast forward it and like to slow it down it doesn't there's yeah, like, not many there's not much stuff. wiggle room there's not many options no and so, there's like, no on text QCut pro you could no there's yeah. no text at all so like on QCut pro i would import fonts like i would do the actual oh, yeah. most literally it takes so quality long video. <laughs> it takes a long time so like I feel like again it's not easy like if you want to start it's something not. like just like anything else not just a YouTube channel like anything that you want to go for whether if that's writing a book starting your own course like doing whatever you want to do it's just like it's going to take work and it's going to take time but you also just kind of have to start it you can't just keep complaining about the stuff that you don't have exactly. because eventually like you will have that like if you keep going and like keep going like I got my MacBook like three years after I started my channel and, right like, I got mine like my camera last like, week another three years <laughs> yeah exactly so oh yeah for you literally last week that's so funny <laughs> it's possible like I used it until I could not anymore it took forever like I, that's why I post so sporadically because the editing would drive me crazy but like for sure it's what you got to do currently in New York City I know that there are just tons of protests still going on for the Black Lives Matter movement as well as just tons of other mm -hmm. things going on how does it feel to be up in New York City right now with all of this going on and I feel like the media just isn't showing what's going on up there anymore yeah. so from you and from you personally kind of how is everything up there man the energy is definitely intense um mm -hmm. luckily like when you go out you see a lot of support. You see a lot more support than you do hate. And that was my, like, when everything started, like, going down, I did, I kind of felt, not nervous, but I was scared of, like, a shift. And I didn't know if the city was going to be, like, this place for, like, hate. And, you know, people trying to combat, you know, the mm -hmm. protests and everything going on. But, um, yeah, I can say the energy is great. People are 
sleeping outside of City Hall. Like, you go out, you see graffiti, and it's like, oh. fuck this, fuck Fourth of July. You see everyone's right. names. You see Breonna Taylor's mm-hmm. name everywhere. You see George Floyd's name everywhere. So it's like, you do see a lot of support, and I guess That's that... Good. It gives me a lot of hope, honestly, because for a minute there, I was like, what's happening with the world? Like, yeah, why is this sure. a discussion? It needs to be a discussion, 100%, but it's just like... With everything going on plus quarantine, it was just like a oh, lot. Sure. And then with people going missing, all of that, it starts like my guard is definitely up. And then on top of that, the city is a lot more empty because, you know, um, everyone left because of the virus. So it's just like right. the There's setting like no is definitely weird. There's no tourists up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so like you go out and I feel like scared. Like I am a little bit more jumpy now, that's for sure. But like um, in terms of like the movement, I do feel like the city... Um, you can hear different perspectives, but I do feel like it's like it's a good place to be in terms of witnessing history, you know? Yeah, I love that. I, I, I again, I just miss New York City with all of my heart. I feel like because New York City is one of those places where everyone is so close together, like hence why the virus was so bad up there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's another thing, like feeling actually like physically close to people when you're on the subway or like you just connect more because people walk yeah. more, like not many people own a car in New York City. It's just it's more connected. And I feel like here, like while in Charlotte, at least it's just it feels like everything's kind of just died down. Like, it just sucks. But it's, like, on social media, it's mm-hmm. loud. It's, like, you can hear oh, yeah. it. You can still feel it. Like, everything's still going on on social media. But there's nothing like that physical, like, protest and, like, the physical, like, actual things going on outside that people are, like, oh, like, okay, this is happening. It's just, uh-huh. I don't know. It just, it just sucks because, like, again, I miss New York City so much. But there's only so much that people can do, especially right now, like, when there's mm-hmm. a literal virus still happening and people are just, I don't right. know. It's just, it's madness. I feel like it's, it's madness. So crazy. It it's, truly I, is. I've never, I've never thought that, like, 2020, like, oh, gosh. Like, I don't think anyone knew. We all had high hopes coming in. Oh gosh. But, like, as soon as Literally. February hit. Actually, not even February. It was like, when did Kobe die? That was like January. That so was like January. Really, that was the end of like January. Like straight yeah. in, it was just madness. Straight and it in. hasn't gotten better since then. So it's just, like, we're almost through. Oh, that's we're a almost whole other thing. <laughs> like he's been gone for six months. Can you believe? Like, Gosh. What? So I can't heartbreaking. fathom that. I remember like sitting in my apartment, like being like, what? Like I yes. was so shook because i thought it was a lie i was on all my phone yeah i thought it was like some conspiracy theory i'm like haha very funny you know and then like oh gosh that just like shook everyone's world and that was Mm -hmm. end of january and then this hit and like i didn't even see this coming like no one saw this coming honestly but no one did it's just wild and then here we are like half we're in july already like what is yeah and it's crazy because like yeah, it's like, what is going to come out of this? Like, with me, I start work exactly. tomorrow, and it's just oh, like, I'm goodness. so confused as to how it's going to work. I'm just like, how do you go back to normal? Like, you know what I mean? Without yeah, putting yourself no at risk. right now. Right, same. In yeah, lots agreed. of ways. In ways of just injustice and then of the virus. It's just like, how do you not put yourself at risk? Exactly. Like, even the school systems right now, I don't know what they're doing in New York City. I don't know what you've heard up there, but at least down here, they're trying to figure out, like, three plans for the high schools and, like, just trying to see if, like, which one would be best. I think one option is, like, go, like everyone just go back to school with, like, limited restrictions on, like, extracurricular activities and whatever. That's, like, plan mm-hmm. A. Plan B 
is to split the 8th through, like, 11th grade classes into thirds, and they all come every third day, and then the seniors only, like, and then the seniors are out from Monday through Thursday and come Friday, or then the last option is just to be completely virtual. So they're, like, debating that hardcore right now, because, like, they start school next month. Like, That's you crazy. Honestly, like, they should just it's do already, virtual. Like, summer's over. <laughs> and, and honestly, at this point, I would also say the same thing because, I mean, you're just exposing... I mean, people are seeing each other now and that's, like, a thing. But I feel like putting everyone back in school is just a whole other melting pot that just does not need to occur if, like, people can yeah. stay home. And then the school system in itself is trash. Yeah. Like, let me just be oh, honest. Oh, no, it's so bad. <laughs> so, so, so bad. But... Yeah, but the issue is that I went to performing arts high school, so a lot of our, like, curriculum is, like, being in person and performing and doing all that stuff, so it's going to be super hard for them to do anything virtual, just like mm-hmm. it was this year, so I don't even know what they're going to do with that. It yeah. mostly affects them the most, like, for I was regular say public schools, would... you can do it at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you can just do it at home, but even, like, LaGuardia up in New York, I'm like, if they tried to do everything virtual, that's just not going to happen, you know, like... I don't know. Like, I really don't know what they're going to do. But There's so many Again, questions. so much uncertainty. But I think we just have to keep moving day by day and just, like, see and figure this out and feel this yep. out for what it is. But exactly. we don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> just riding that wave at this point. Right, exactly. And then kind of the last thing that I kind of want to go over is what is your top adulting tip? It can be absolutely anything. Just give us something. Give us some words of wisdom. Ooh, that can go so many directions. Wow. Um, <laughs> I'd have to say, honestly, is just try to stay in control of your life (laughs) like as you get older like you can get wrapped up in like a lot of different obligations school work whatever and like it does get really easy to like lose touch with what actually like motivates you and like what you actually want to do but if you stay in control like you got it you know stay on top of your mental health physical health like you have to just be on top of all of that don't get drowned out in like your obligations and things like that yeah I feel like so many people just kind of lose control especially during this time like yeah uh, not having a set schedule not having a set like mm-hmm. you know year planned out it's just very important to keep mind of what's going on like if you need to read and just like center yeah, yourself like and check do on yourself you like do. you really have yeah. to like stay on top of yourself yeah like, no you have to self-nurture you have to self-care yeah. like as like stupid and like you know taboo as it sounds like you really do have to keep track of yourself because I mean you're mm-hmm. the only person that's kind of accountable for yourself you know and exactly you can't really rely on the school system or your boss or like yep. yeah, I know and like so many people are getting unemployed so it's like that's not like you don't even have control over that anymore like you don't have control exactly. over anything so the things that you can that's why you didn't control have control over, of yourself <laughs> for sure for sure agreed so like what do you feel like you do to keep in control in your life well I definitely do a lot of writing um Especially over quarantine, I really try to, like, check in with myself and, like, my emotions. I like to, you know, figure out what's making me anxious, you know, what what I'm excited about in life. I try to, like, keep all that in line just so Mm -hmm. you do have more control over your emotions. And I also, like, I always say, like, you should really, like, immerse yourself in your hobbies. Like, you need to, like, you know, do things like that. Don't let, don't put those things on the back burner. Because at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. those can be things that help you in the long run and those are the things that you naturally love you know so it's like Mm -hmm. always you know keep doing those types of things and I don't know don't take life so seriously either because at this point (laughs) what we've seen over these past few months no one knows what they're doing don't take this stuff too seriously just keep doing what you like to do honestly and get better at those things and thrive you know 
yes thrive <laughs> yeah I, I don't know i feel like so many people put so much pressure on themselves today to be like yeah. oh my gosh i'm not doing enough and like i'm literally a you know victim of this but like literally i feel like i always am just like i'm not doing it enough like mm-hmm. things aren't moving fast enough and especially for the entertainment industry that i'm in it's like everything's shut down still and we don't really know when that's going to come back up like broadway is officially closed till 2021 uh-huh. so i'm like well literally my job is closed like even if i were to audition and do whatever still would not be able to do it you know so i don't know i feel like we just got to remember that everyone is literally in the same boat like yeah you know, for the most <laughs> part we're all just trying to figure out what tomorrow will bring when this vaccine will come out, if it will ever come out, and then if, if I'm going right. to even take it when it comes out, because that's just scary. Like, this is what's that shit going to be, first of all? Exactly. <laughs> like, alligator exactly. blood or some shit. Like, it's Literally, not. <laughs> like, a chip in your arm. Like, I ain't doing the. Mm-mm, this is some divergent right, type shit, and I'm not chip here in our for brain. <laughs> that. Literally, that. But that's a whole other podcast episode. Literally, no, literally. that could be a whole other thing. Conspiracy Don't theories. Don't me on conspiracy theories. I will go on for oh hours. Oh, my God. Me either. Literally, me either. I cannot. Like, especially just being stuck in quarantine i feel like everyone is just like thinking about the most outrageous yes. things and at this point <laughs> i'm not even questioning them because from what i don't we've question seen this anything year, anymore nothing yeah <laughs> nothing is yeah nothing is out of question at this point like everything is totally and could be legitimate so i'm just like taking everything with a grain of salt yep. you know doing whatever but yeah that's about it but <laughs> but yeah that was the episode guys this was a cute little episode with danae definitely so um i'm going to leave all of her stuff down below and you can find her on instagram at danae.nm.n right danae.n.n it's so weird <laughs> yeah okay never mind you guys will see it i will link it down below yeah thank you for being such a lovely guest today of course thank you for having me this was so of cool. Of course, of course. I know, it was so fun. But yeah, take care, guys, and we will, not we, take care, guys, and I will see you guys <laughs> in another episode. Bye.